If you spend $100 or more in store, you're going home with a free pheromone spray to attract your lover right before Valentine's Day, in store and online. And then if you buy any high-end love product, you're also going home with a hand lotion from them as well, and it smells so good. We additionally have buy one, get one half off all masks in store and online. More intimacy, more Thank you for all the suggestions so far on the Lover's Lane podcast. What do you want to hear about this year? Send us a message on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or direct to our email. again and welcome back to the Lover's Lane podcast. My name is Haley. I'm a romance specialist in our stores, an intimacy expert online, and as you may know since today is episode 17, the host of the Lover's Lane podcast. In today's episode, I actually get to chat with Frank Lawrence. He's an author, designer, and illustrator of the Vibrating Tarot deck. And we get to kind of talk to him about his bridge and transition really into the sex positive community coming from a graphic design background through this new work and learn about the innovative piece of functional art he's making with this tarot deck. Begin February and I actually started organizing content for this podcast in August. So him and I kind of grew together in this sex education and decided to do a fun lighthearted podcast episode talking about his work and to make a lover's lane tarot card for his interpretation of the Rider Waitsmith tarot deck. So I'll kind of turn it to the conversation between me and Frank. He's super informative and open and honest about his process, creating the deck, and his experiences with other brands. If you have questions, you can go ahead and reach out to me. Our social is at llpodcast underscore. We're also on Facebook or Apple Podcasts with the Lover's Lane Podcast. Or you can reach out to me directly, of course. My email is Haley. That's H-A-L-E-Y at loverslane.com. In the description of this episode as well, I have links to the Vibrating Tarot deck and hopefully some crowdfunding will come soon so we can actually have this amazing project in our hands. Thank you again, Frank, for joining me on episode 17 of the Lover's Lane podcast. All you need is love, Lover's Lane. I'm excited. We actually have been talking for quite a bit now. I don't know, since the podcast was like brand new. So it's great to have you on for 2021 because this year has just been kind of crazy. Have you been mostly at home working on the deck or what have you been up to? Definitely a lot of time spent at home. Yeah. Like everyone else, I think. Um, I generally spend a lot of time at home doing freelance graphic design work anyway. And I, I guess that's just been put into overdrive. I can barely rip myself away from my work uh, as it is. So all this isolation at home <laughs> has, uh, it's really put a fire under my butt to uh, be a little more productive than I usually am. Right. Yeah, I like that. So I know that you do graphic design, obviously, but where did this idea of the tarot deck like begin? Like what happened where you're like, this is a really good like kind of correlation? 
Yeah, actually, it, it came about a number of years ago, and uh, I, I just wasn't ready to move on it, so I had to put it on the back burner. Um, but it's hard to describe exactly how it came about. There are probably a number of factors that came together. But like a lot of other ideas, um, it just sort of came to me. I thought it was a worthy idea to try out, so I put together a few different examples. I remember I worked on the lover's card uh, immediately because that was the first one that sort of came to me visually. I pictured this sex toy up in the sky in the place of the angel that is on the current lover's card in the Rider Waite Smith deck, uh, which is the deck I'm doing a derivative of. So that card is set up with an angel uh, up in the sky, looking down on two figures below. And I thought to myself, it's the lover's card. I chose a toy that is a couple's vibrator. And I don't know, just a lot of things clicked and I went to the drawing board and I tried out this image and then I liked it. So I tried out a few different toys on a few different cards and I knew I had something right away. I was actually surprised that it didn't exist in the world already. Whenever I have an idea, I'm always worried that maybe somebody else came up with it a few years back or 10 years back. And so I I searched for it anywhere I could find online. I didn't find anything that was quite like it. So I knew I had to eventually... Uh, make the move. I just want to wait for the time to be right. Yeah. I like how you're kind of keeping like the original design and like feel, but you're putting in these images that are like, I don't know, they're almost like modernized and kind of like interesting and just a little avant-garde and cool. You know, they're just different. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. It's, it's interesting that you grabbed the lover's card to talk about too, because that is the one that I'm like, this is like, I think my favorite one. Oh, Um, really? Yeah, I think so. Just because it's like, just the symbolism of it is really good. It's got the we vibe. Is that the sync or the chorus in there? It's probably the sync, right? Uh, yeah, well, I, I've tried out with uh, both toys. That's the good thing about this is that once the background is prepared, you can swap in a variety of different toys in mm-hmm. any given spot. So I'm excited to uh, work with WeVibe. It, it's a difficult puzzle I'm putting together because uh, right off the bat, I just had to slot toys uh, onto cards just to get stuff out there. And that was the way that I started approaching companies uh, with these images already prepared. Uh, for them to see. And then my method uh, changed along the way to one that involves me reaching out to the companies uh, ahead of time. Now that I have some support behind me and some endorsements behind me, my method is evolving uh, as the year goes on. I started this in February Mm -hmm. uh, of 2020. Um, So it's been almost uh, a full year now. So uh, there's been a lot of growth. There's been a lot of change in my process. But uh, WeVibe is is definitely a company that uh, I really, really do want to work with. Uh, They're very close to where I am. Mm -hmm. I'm from uh, the Toronto area, and they're from the Southern Ontario area as well. So Oh, that's cool. Perfect. Your neighbors. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, we are. Yeah. What has it been like working with like other brands? Are you learning a lot? Like, were you more kind of on the spiritual side of things or the sex toy side of things? Like, where were you when you began and like, kind of, how's the overlap going? Well, it's, it's been a fantastic journey for me so far because I'm, I'm learning so much mm-hmm. uh, and I'm learning so much about an industry that I've always wanted to, to know more about, uh, which is the sex toy industry, the sex positive uh, culture and community. And um, I'm just really glad that this project is providing a, a vehicle for me to to engage with with all these wonderful uh, people, uh, because I do come 
to this project from a graphic design standpoint, from um, a tarot card uh, standpoint, definitely spiritual for sure, but definitely through that vein. My business is, well, I, I'm a book designer predominantly. I'm a, I'm a typographer and I've specialized in uh, print-based design. So that led me to book design. And so that's what I do in, in my community. And I work a lot with local uh, book publishers and we put all kinds of different books out. And I've always been drawn to the idea of cards from a tactile, a graphic design standpoint. And I've designed uh, a few decks of cards in the past. They've been ESP tester sets, a few preliminary tarot card sets, nothing that's been printed and, and that's available to purchase. Uh, but, you know, just little side projects here and there. I've always poked around at that kind of stuff. And so I have a lot of original ideas for tarot decks, and I wanted to do one to get my feet wet, to learn the structure of the deck from a designer standpoint. So my first deck that I wanted to design wasn't going to be an original deck. It was going to be a parody or a derivative deck. And, and so that's the one I'm doing right now, the vib Vibrating Tarot. So basically what I'm doing is I'm isolating the backgrounds. I'm removing uh, the characters altogether from the backgrounds. And so I'm putting different modern and iconic sex toys in their place. Mm -hmm. And so it's a lot less about the, well, I don't give myself enough credit. I say it's less about the design work and more about the problem solving nature. Uh, of the project because from a designer standpoint really a designer is a problem solver i i have this the, i have 78 blank cards and i have more than 78 toys there's hundreds and hundreds of toys yeah. so i need to choose uh, the right ones uh, for the right cards and for me that's what the project is all about it's about outreach and engagement but as far as the actual design work there's very little original design work i'm doing i'm taking the backgrounds that already exist and i'm taking uh studio photography of these toys that already exist and and uh, i'm putting them together mm -hmm. um so so that's basically the project it's it's um you know you asked about what i'm learning and you know like i said i come to it from a design standpoint right now i'm learning uh, i'm soaking up so much knowledge about the sex toy uh, industry, you know, just the basic learning blocks, uh, and then building upon there, uh, seeing how these companies relate to one another and how they relate to the market globally, mm -hmm. um, and uh, different toys uh, pairing up with other toys, uh, specific toys pairing up with specific lubricants, um, stimulant creams, uh, rules around those, introducing BDSM. Uh, gear as an element in the cards alongside these um, well-known mainstream toys. So uh, so again, it all goes back to this uh, puzzle that, that I'm putting together. Yeah. Uh, that's really the joy of it for me. Yeah, for sure. Well, what's interesting to me is like kind of like the, the people that you're working with in like the sex toy industry are very kind of like I don't know. I feel like we already have like a little bit of like that spirituality element. And I was yeah. so curious, like, why does this work so good together? Like the sex toys on a tarot card. It's, it's interesting. So I took it upon myself. I'm kind of looking up like, why is spirituality like connected to sexuality? Like so much. And there are like so many different like scholarly articles from forever ago that are like, there's no way that you can talk about your sexuality unless you're eventually like bringing up the idea of something like metaphysical, like a God or like your spirituality or something like that. So myself, I have, I don't know, probably five different tarot decks. So 
I am, I, I guess I would be a purchaser of your product as well. But what's also a whole nother thing that I was kind of thinking about with this is do you ever get like a new tarot deck and you just before you even like want to cleanse it with your incense or crystals or anything that you do like that you just like look through everything and you're like oh they're so pretty like they're beautiful and you like kind of like develop like a connection to the piece of art before you want it to like help like help and guide you so what I don't know what I was thinking with like the vibrating tarot deck is like it's kind of like that meets like your own self and your sexuality meets like partner play it could be like a game for couples like it could be yeah. something like that they're connecting with with themselves like I just love the bridge between it it's really, really interesting. Thank you. Yeah, those are very kind words and, and super relevant to what I'm really trying to push, which is that um, this project is should be all about um, creating uh, conversations, starting conversations, breaking down barriers um, around learning these types of things and, and learning about them with other people. Uh, the tarot is a very introspective deck you know you, you you look into the cards and different people see different things because like so many other systems of divination they're mirrors and we see ourselves reflected in them and that's the power of my project I, I feel is that people are able to look at the image and create their own relationship with it immediately and it's their own unique relationship with it so that my one of my cards will mean something completely different to, to you know you have a room full of people and there's a room full of different meanings that that card will have and so um, it, it's it's a tool that can be used on your own. It's a tool that can be used uh, with a partner. And, and like you said, there are so many different ways to engage with it. And I'm learning new ways to engage with it as I talk to people. Mm -hmm. Ways that I never even intended initially uh, and, and ways that I never even considered along the way until I, I've spoken with people and they've told me what it has meant to them. And, um, you know, I have to be completely honest, when I came up with the idea, I kind of chuckled to myself. And I thought this would be like a great novelty thing, but it grew so much from there. It, it really grew out of that, you know, it, those initial ideas of, of this sort of parlor game, that the laughter element really has dropped off. And, and it, Sure, you get a chuckle when, when when you first look at it because it's the novelty of the thing. It's like this new thing, and that initial laugh um, that that's a that's a good thing. But what I what I didn't want this project to become was just this this funny thing where where it's like it ends up being a throwaway product. I, I didn't want that. I, I really felt when when it became popular in the community, I really felt an obligation and a responsibility to produce the best deck that I could. Uh, a responsible deck, a sex positive and safe, body safe uh, deck, and one that embraces the whole spectrum and, and one that can be used by, by pretty much uh, any, anyone along the way yeah in a variety of different ways so um, yeah. the versatility of it is is I think a strong point definitely I get the the kind of like laughter chuckle thing on two sides of things like in the store when somebody has never been to a lover's lane or anything like that before they immediately do they like are kind of curious about something yeah they get the laughter they get the chuckle but guess what they come back and all of a sudden now they're like asking me real questions and like connecting with me seeing like what is the toy for them and you develop like kind of a relationship just similar to you do with like a tarot deck over time. Like you kind of have one that you gravitate towards or that you know, like in that moment, which one you're reaching for. Same thing goes for 
Like if you did describe to somebody that is maybe a little bit more religious or doesn't really have any religious beliefs and you're like, oh, I'm into tarot crystals, like anything like that, like any type of like spirituality, they're kind of like, oh, okay. You know, they're maybe taken aback by it, but then they're asking you questions. Oh, what's my Zodiac sign? What does that mean? What's all this? So yeah, yeah, it just fits really, really well together. And, you know, I'm curious on what is kind of like the, the process of you picking which toy for which card. That, that's been the highlight of uh, one of the highlights of this project, of, of the graphic design aspect of this project. And, and that's what I keep coming to is, is that that's what gets me excited about putting these things together. Like I said before, I'm not doing any real drawing. I'm, I'm not doing any photography. I'm doing very little typography. Um, so from a graphic design standpoint, this could be the type of project that could, you know, maybe might lose interest in because it ends up being somewhat repetitive there's this great idea and and you want to put it together and and you do and and you put together five cards and that five cards turns into 20 i've put 20 maybe i've put like 30 cards together within this year and now i'm find myself wanting to move on to other things not other projects but other aspects of this project just to keep my interest there because it can get repetitive but what what really does prevent it from becoming too repetitive is the fact that there are hundreds and hundreds of toys and there's 78 cards. There's more than 78 slots because a lot of the cards have two or three or four characters per card. You know, there might be 150 to 200 spots that I need to fill with toys. It's it's not just a matter of throwing a toy on a card. You really, I, I mean, like for me and this project, I feel that I need to match up my toys with the, with specific cards, the the card that they're meant to be on, the mm-hmm. card that uh, speaks to what that toy is is telling us, to how that toy is used. And so there are specific toys that fit on specific cards right away. They they just click immediately. And then there are some that you need to try out in a few different spots here and there. I remember one of note uh, is the Enjoy Pure Wand. I tried that out because of the curvature and because of the um, juxtaposition in the coloring. I tried it out on a specific card, but I ended up switching it to another card because, well, I tried it out on the Hermit. It was just the dark background and the the silver uh, color of, of the metal on the toy. Just, I felt really popped. But the whole time along the way, I was thinking that this looks like the strongest toy I've ever seen. It, it looks like, it looks bulletproof. Mm-hmm. It, it looks like it's just like a, a, a shield. It just it was screaming out strength. It's just strength to me. And so I end up switching it. I actually did move it to the strength card. And so there are, there are certain things like that, that end up working out really well in in certain situations. I approached the uh, Tracy's Dog Company because I wanted to use their toy in place of the actual dog on the moon card. So sometimes it works out uh, that way. Mm -hmm. I just revealed uh, the Oh My G by Ioba Toys on the High Priestess. So the Oh My G, it also relates to the Holy Trinity from Pipe Dream going on the Hierophant card. Again, a religious name for a toy going on a religious card. So sometimes they, sometimes it's kind of obvious. Other times it's not obvious at all. For example, everyone tends to think that the magic wand should be on the Magician card. And I just, I just don't see it that way. Mm -hmm. And so um, I've 
built an argument and I've explained how I see the Lush 2 existing on the Magician card for specific reasons. And then the Magic Wand exists on the World card uh, for very specific reasons there. So sometimes it's about the meaning of the toy and the meaning of the card. Sometimes the name of the toy just clicks. Sometimes it's about the shape of the toy because you can't discount that. Uh, there's no way you can fit a toy into a spot if it objectively doesn't look right in that spot. Yeah. It doesn't matter what it's called or it doesn't matter who's giving you their endorsement saying, you know, this would look great here. In the end, it needs to fit for a variety of different reasons. It needs to look good and it, and it needs to have the meaning behind it. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, the other side of that is approaching these companies uh, because I need to have their full support and endorsement. And it's, it's been incredible to me because in the beginning, I was almost kind of worried to show my art to these companies and say, oh, well, you know, I have this idea. I don't know if you might like it. You might not. Uh, what do you think? Can, can I move forward with it? I didn't even really have all the ideas or, or the details ironed out. But I approached three of the biggest companies right away. I approached Magic Wand, uh, Aneros, and um, a, a third. Uh, I'll, I'll remember what it is in a second. <laughs> but uh, they, they all embraced me right right off the bat. They all said I was doing meaningful work, really, really cool work. Uh, Pipe Dream was the third. Mm -hmm. And uh, they they gave me the confidence I needed right at the beginning of, of this thing. Because without that initial boost of confidence from these global companies, these well-respected leaders, I, I don't think I, I'd be where I am right now. Because, you know, I've been involved in so many projects along the, along my, my career, and nothing's really taken off like this before. And it's it's becoming popular for a variety of different reasons, but you know, those endorsements early on from those big companies made, made a huge difference. And so now it's a matter of approaching companies and, you know, it's been a tough year for, for everybody. And you're, you're an artist and you're a, an independent artist from, from nowhere. You don't really have too much to show and you're approaching these, these huge companies and you're saying, can I use your image? And so some of them get back to you right away. Some of them, some of them I still haven't heard back from. And it's just a matter of being patient, keeping positive, keeping uh, progress. And um, eventually I'm sure that the companies that have not gotten around to my requests yet, I'll eventually land with them and things will fall into place. So working with each company is different. That's been a learning curve too. A lot of them embraced me uh, right away, and um, I was able to uh, put out the progress that I have so far. So it's been good. The good thing is, is like a lot of these, well, every toy company that I know that we sell that's just like on the market too, is they're all extremely like sex positive. They're like, you're doing you. That's amazing. You're getting your pleasure. You're like yourself, like embracing yourself. And if that is something in the metaphysical or something like that, like I don't see why anybody wouldn't want to be a part of that because in a way, you know, it's also their image kind of on the shelves as well in a different light that people would be like, oh, I've never seen that one. I, I might have to yeah. go look at it or something too. So it's, it's interesting kind of where you fall in between of, I think even getting more people to be involved in toys in their sexuality, if they're kind of on more of the, uh, the spiritual side of things too. So in total, how many cards do you have like completed that you are like happy with so far? Uh, well, it was a goal for me to get through the entire major arcana. So that's 22 cards by the end of this calendar year. I started in, well, in, in the end of 2020, I started in February um, with my preliminary ideas from a few years back. And I updated those ideas 
and I launched it in February. So by the end of 2020, I will have officially gone through the entire Major Arcana, 22 cards. I will have debuted each and every card, but that doesn't mean that they're done that they're set in stone because of because of the nature of support and endorsements and and permissions and there are some cards that feature toys that i i am just in love with the company in love with the toy in love with the marriage of the toy on a specific card uh, but just waiting uh waiting on business and uh, stuff what i want to do in 2021 is work on the minor arcana. I can almost work double as fast in the second year because I've been preparing many more cards in the meantime than I've been debuting throughout the calendar year of 2020. So I have a lot of companies that I have um, support from that are coming up uh, to be debuted in 2021. And they're all going to be uh, shuffled out in the first half of 2021. It's it's a quick project to put together, really. It, it is. Um, if I just spent forty hours for for a number of weeks, and and I had free range to use any toy I want, I could put the deck together pretty quickly. But these logistical things, I don't want to say they slow the process down. The process it, <laughs> well, the process is what it is. So so right. it's not a matter of anything being slowed down or sped up. I'm happy to to take a year or two to build this project because, to be honest, I, I don't have all the answers. It takes time to find them all and it takes time to build the relationships in in the right way and and I want to do that uh, to me this isn't just about you know I keep saying it's not just about putting uh, pictures uh, on cards and, and selling the deck it, I really really do want it to mean something and and so I find that taking the time not only enhances and and strengthens the project it helps to legitimize the project but it also helps for me to find my audience along the way and so you know a lot of projects that I've done I've kept them very very close to myself until they were 100% finished and then I show them to the world well people don't have the time to build those connections that way a new project is shown to them and they say okay yeah this is cool but but they they're not in love with it my project I'm slowly showing card by card throughout a number of years you know maybe two years before it's available on shelves and so people are are not only um, engaging with it along the way and they're feeling like they're part of the process, uh, but the other part of it is that they really are part of the process because I poll my, my followers, I ask them questions, you know, I, I get their ideas because coming to this project from a graphic design and tarot standpoint, in the beginning, I really didn't know what toys were, were popular. I had to reach out and ask. I had to say, what toys do you want to see in this deck? Because I'm not doing this deck for me. It's, it's all for you. What toys do you want to see? And so I've gotten some tremendous suggestions, a lot, a lot of them that I followed through on, and the deck is shaping up because of my engagement with the community. Absolutely. Yeah. You're not only just kind of saying, well, what goes here? You're, you're asking like even sex toy reviews with like retailers, with um, sex positive people, wellness coaches, anything like that too. So I love that you are kind of like listening and assigning role where it does fit, not exactly like where it would look like it would fit. Like it's actually has yeah. a meaning behind it, which is really nice. Have you read yourself or read anyone else with the deck or with the cards that you have done so far? Uh, well, I did my first printing uh, a number of months ago. It was my progress up to date, which I think was 10 or 12 cards. And so I'm, I, made a, a number of copies and I mailed them out to my really early supporters, my fans. 
and I kept a deck for myself. And so to be honest, I it's it's not that I've had them face down and I've done a traditional reading. No, I, I haven't engaged with them in that way. But designing them, I feel I read them every day. I read different at any given point in time, many cards are being moved forward inch by inch. And so I'm I'm looking and engaging with them on a daily basis, on an hourly basis. It's it seems like I can't, I can't, I really can't move away from this project for very long. And then you know, my, my real tarot deck, a, a few of them are, are always within arm's reach. And so I'm always um, sort of reading the deck and reading into the meaning. I'll need to put a post out and I'll consider what two cards mean to each other and I'll write a little post about it. And uh, and so, you know, being the designer, I have a bit, bit of a different way of, of interacting with it. But yeah. I guess the core of your answer is yes, I, I do read from my own deck. Um, every day. I think, I think you have to, as a tarot designer, you need to continually reassure yourself of the decisions you made, but also you need to explain the decisions you made to yourself and to other people so that you could find the words to, to understand them yourself. And I find that these interviews with these podcasts that I've been doing, like this one right here, each one sort of, I get better and better at explaining my point as I go, (laughs) because you know, just that practice in in speaking about what you're doing really does help. Right. And it's just like they say, a writer, a writer should write every day. Uh, well, I think a tarot reader should read the cards every day. And that's certainly a practice I, I, I follow. Right. And if for anybody, you know, listening to that is just not familiar with a tarot deck or really the symbolism, the history, the, the way that you feel about them, even if it's just, you know, something kind of like off the table, off the wall, you would not like reach for it yourself. Like I encourage you to, to just like touch, feel kind of like flip through cards and look up a meaning of like one that falls out of the deck for you, because it's interesting how like relevant it is to people and the people that are kind of like pushing it away, seeing that first message that you're like, wow. And then all of a sudden you're like, okay, I can dabble in this. I can get with this because it's, you know, I'm not telling you go change religious beliefs, but <laughs> just the the universe gives you messages for, for purpose. So yeah, I, yeah I, I, it just goes into the whole different the different ways that you can interact with the deck. You know, somebody who doesn't know too much about it can approach this deck and, and build connections because maybe they, they see something familiar in, in a toy that they've interacted with. And and I was talking to somebody who, well, the latest poll I, I think I gave was, should I put, let's say there's three toys by a specific company. Do I put all three toys on one card or do I spread those three toys across the deck and pair them with other toys from other companies that work well with each other? Somebody said it'd be a shame to collect all the companies on one card and to have three characters on one card be represented by the same company because I think people want ideas about where to go with their sex toys. Yeah. And so this is so important to pair up toys that go well together across different companies to spawn those different ideas. Somebody might say, oh, I never thought about using this toy with this toy before. Uh, and and so it, it opens people up to uh, whole varieties of, of different aspects as far as that concern. And and that's not even that's not even touching upon the spiritual aspect. Right. So yeah. so, but- yeah, there's a lot of different layers. That's really important too, because we see that all the time where somebody's like, no, 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 I want just this style toy, just this brand, just this. And it's like, well, you know. I agree. They're good stuff, but let's like expand like a little bit because you're like, this is exactly what you're telling me, but it's not, you know, 
it, it always happens with the luxury products like the Lalo and the WeVibe. People are like, I know what I like and they make amazing toys, but yeah. why would you not want like something like a stimulating gel to enhance it or, you know, that's right. Yeah. anything else. So yeah. Yeah. All, all these, all these cards work together and the, and the four elements that are represented in the cards must all work together. And so I want to display toys that, that work well together and not only toys, but, but like you said, stimulant creams, uh, other types of BDSM gear. Um, so any given toy shows a whole variety of uh, like a whole universe within, within that, within that card. It's like, you know, the different things that you can try out. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, that's awesome. I, I love it. I'm actually really excited for it to come out. When do you have like an end date of when you want the project done? I'm curious for myself. <laughs> well, it's shaped up right now to be, um, so the calendar works out. We're headed through 2021. I would really like the crowdfunding campaign to happen in autumn 2021, maybe October or November. Okay. Um, and so that crowdfunding campaign, I'm really excited for it. And, and I'm really excited to use the next the next year, really, um, to start promoting it, to get a lot of people behind it, because the strength of the project will, well, this, the strength of the crowdfunding campaign will determine how many decks I can print and, and how many decks will, will go out there in the world. So there'll be a lot more information coming about that. I'd like for the deck to be commercially available in the spring of 2022. Okay. So we start off the new year. Um, we're we're headed into spring. It's it's rebirth, and uh, the wheels are turning, and the vibrating tarot is is now available in, in spring of 2022. So let's keep our fingers crossed. A lot has changed in, in the printing world, um, but tarot decks are still being made. Crowdfunding campaigns are, are still successful. So uh, I think when my time comes, I'll be able to put it together pretty well. Yeah. Okay. And then my last question for you, I guess, is as somebody that is reading constantly and hopefully that's in touch with like their sexuality doing all of this as well, what is um, your biggest piece of advice moving into 2021? Um, let's let's keep an open mind. Yeah. Uh, I think that's what you and I were uh, talking about um, before this interview. And, and that touches upon something that, that I think you and I uh, haven't even really gotten to yet. Um, but when I, when you and I were first talking about doing this, I asked you for a suggestion for a, a certain card that aligns with the start of a new year. You gave me a great suggestion and I started putting ideas together. And I think the, one of the main reasons uh, you brought that up was uh, because that's the message that you wanted. Is, and, uh, and I think that's the message that the tarot deck gives is let's keep an open mind. Let's look at things in a different way. I'm offering you a way, a different way to look at the tarot deck and I'm offering you a different way to look at sex toys through through my project and so let's see what these cards have to offer let let's see what they can tell us about ourselves and let's keep an open mind about what that message is and let's keep an open mind about exploring our own sexuality so that we can become stronger healthier individuals and so that we can help the people around us and let's explore let's keep a, an open mind to explore new things because i think that's what healthy sexuality is it's new ideas it's ever growing it's new perspectives it's positivity and so um I think that, you know, there are a lot of cards in the deck that embody this uh, notion. The wheel card, uh, the wheel of fortune shows the wheel constantly, constantly circling, maybe through the calendar year or through our ups and downs, through our lives, through our careers, through our sexuality. And, and so maybe if the beginning of the calendar year isn't 
the right time for you. Let's keep an open mind the whole year round. Let's say that 2021 is going to be a year of rebirth because of where we are culturally. You know, we're we're going to be moving on from uh, whatever 2021 or whatever 2020 was to each and every one of us, which was a nightmare for a lot of us. So let's shake things loose and and let's let's get some new ideas going. Let's get some positivity and and um, some new perspectives. Yeah, we need that. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it's like the fool card starting off the journey. The major arcana, once you get to the end of it, it's the world card. It's not the end of the journey. It's only the opportunity to restart the journey from the beginning, from a higher point of view, a more mature point of view. And you just go through all the same motions again from a, from a higher understanding. And so that is how the world card turns back into the fool and, and you continually circle around like the Wheel of Fortune says. Perfect. Yeah. Did you want to talk about the full card? Kind or? of. Yeah, I do. Let's touch on it a little bit because you haven't like released it, right? So we'll just. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, well you and I had talked about its release being right here, right now. Okay. Let's release it then. <laughs> do, do, we, do we want to do that? Oh, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Okay. So I'll let you uh, talk about it. It's your project. So go ahead. Well, I, I it's the full card. Uh, it's, it's an important card. It, it's the first card and it's not card number one. It's card number zero because you haven't started this the uh the journey yet you start the journey with card number one that's your first step but you yourself are the fool the one taking the journey and so the fool is is all of us at the beginning of our journey and so what do we want to say with the fool card in this particular uh project i wanted to pick a toy that was very iconic uh, a toy that a lot of people not necessarily start out their toy collection with but a, a good staple toy to have in an arsenal of, of beginner toys is the rabbit toy different styles of rabbit vibrators <laughs> And um, visually, it fits really well because uh, the fool is reaching out with their hand, uh, holding on to uh, something, a, a staff with their belongings in a little sack. The rabbit, all the rabbit vibrators come up with that arm and, and they, they're well positioned to hold that staff, visually speaking, on the card. And the suggestion uh, from you came with the, the idea to use uh, the B vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, plug and this is a, a fantastic toy as well and so i've positioned the the plug uh in the bottom right uh sort of coming up at an angle approaching uh, the rabbit vibrator from behind and um what's going to happen is i'm going to use a variety of different rabbit vibrators i think that's uh the gimmick here that that's going to come down to is that because there are so many different rabbit vibrators on the market yeah. so many so many really great ones from so many so many different fantastic companies and so i i want to i want to sort of uh show a variety of different rabbit vibrators in the place of the fool to represent all the different voices that we have all the different images of ourselves that we have and so it was my intention to do two or three and i thought well why not do 12 why not do all of them why not why not do a whole campaign where i i literally try and find every rabbit vibrate that there is and and say this is what they all look like on the fool card and and we are all of them they are all of us all of these different colors and shapes and sizes and styles of rabbit vibrator represent all of our different body types and and our maturity levels and our approaches to sex our experience and so i think that'd be a really cool thing to tie in and so that's what i'm working on now but we're gonna we're gonna keep the b vibe in the corner and we're gonna try we're going to try out as many different rabbit vibes as we can. So I'd say by now they're uploaded. 
let's take a look at them. Yeah. You can find me at Vibrating Tarot on, uh, on anywhere on social media. So yeah, let's take a look. Okay. Oh, yay. I'm so excited. I love that this is happening with the uh, the multiple rabbits, too, because for myself, I mean, that was, I used to hate dual simulators. I, until you find the right one that fits your body correctly. So having that as the fool for the journey, perfect. I love it. <laughs> Especially with that little B vibe, too, because some people, you know, are just different holes for different folks. So it works perfect. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. Well, thank you again for joining the podcast, Frank. And yeah, I'll link your socials so everybody can check you out as well. Okay. Thanks very much for having me. It's It's been a pleasure and, and an honor. And, and thanks for all your support. It's really been fantastic. Of course. Yes. And I will also link if you want to do the crowdfunding as well. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. When yeah. When, when more information comes with that, um, I'll try and push it out as best I can. So we'll, we'll hook up again. Yay. We'll push that. Perfect. Thank you. Lovers Couples that play together, stay together.